are you doing? How was your uh, how was your trip to uh, to these parts? It sounds like you feel maybe also that making the move to Bucharest was the right move for you because it sounds like you know if you had come back and 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 thought oh wow London's great I love it why did I go um, that that you might 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 not have felt so good about the move perhaps. I mean, in what way are you being called upon with these kind of geopolitical shifts? How is this, how is the focus then shifting and how are you needing, or, 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 or in terms of what you do, how is that needing to respond um, to, to the yeah, Ukrainian not, situation? Are you, are you worried that, um, that there is going to be some seepage, some leakage uh, for, for, for you, right? Because so, you're there. Um, if 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 it escalates, how, how is your health feeling? Just just in general, how is the the, the pain um, cycle going? I suppose. I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? As you say, I think it's also an indication of how the mind works, right? Because when we've got a little bit of responsibility, but we're struggling a bit just to just to deal cope with that. Of course, I suppose when we then with the mind does its future projecting, it's going to be like, well, if I'm struggling like this now, I'm, not, I'm going to struggle even more, which would make sense with more responsibility. But we forget maybe that we do get a little bit better at juggling things or doing things or sharpening our skills. And then maybe there just is more space for taking on a little bit more stuff and not feeling like that's gonna really break, break, the, break the camel's back. I agree, it's, um, I suppose it's sort of like, yeah, it, 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 is, a, it is an acknowledgement of, uh, of trust and of sort of an esteeming, a prizing of you, right? Because it's a bit like when, I suppose, the mentor, which your boss is as well, the mentor gives the mentee, or the mentor says to the mentee, oh, I think you're now ready to also sort of be a bit of a mentor yourself. So you're no longer like, you know, the sort of the sort of the youngest one, you're now the middle one, and now you've got the someone younger, someone mm -hmm. f someone fresher or, or less ex much less experienced to and I suppose that's how it gets passed down. It's quite a it's quite a nice process as well. Yeah. You are, and it is, it is that kind of mutual thing. It's like, like you know, uh, us talking. So even though, you know, you're, do, you're, you're hopefully talking a bit more than me and I'm giving you feedback, in a way there is this kind of learning process, this learning interaction happening. But I, I also wonder if it is about, it also is a sort of um, recognition, at least through your boss's eyes, um, of, of, you know, your sensitivity and your kind of empathy because not everybody just learns how to do feed good feedback and then can do it i think it really does require that kind of mentalization process where you can really step into the into the lived experience of another person which helps if you've lived it in that way and you're almost like talking to yourself perhaps like a younger version of yourself or a you know like almost like well how would i like to have been introduced into this <laughs> crazy um, set up here. Is it, is it, I don't know, is it a bit like that? It is a bit like that. And that sounds in a way quite, as you say, quite something, possibly potentially quite sort of, I don't know, 
healing or enjoyable or um, fulfilling, maybe is just the right word, right, for, for perhaps for you to do as well, to sort of get a sense of, well, at least, at least maybe this person's not going to fall into some of the same mm -hmm. old um, traps that I, that I did, right? Because that is valuable knowledge. I mean, that's, wow, this intern won't be, is not going to get paid, but if they follow a similar path and, and in a way they have you as a mentor who did that, um, that would be incredibly, I think, incredibly valuable. I, I, wow, I, I would have loved to have had somebody like that in my life before I went to university. Yeah, yeah, me too. So, you know, as I think we've talked about before, right, that um, there are these sort of two, we live in these two very different realms. We live in this realm where there's a part of us that's kind of like has this, that is always thinking about the ideal version of us and really has this fantasy, which is also a good fantasy to have, that we are going to one day be that absolute idealized version which is also probably the the ideal that the culture has right it's some something that's been imprinted in all of our heads of what the ideal version of you would be the ideal version of me and that's great if it kind of gives us something to work towards or something to aspire for but that ideal version can sometimes um you know, it can sometimes torment us <laughs> in our lived reality, which is a much more kind of, I don't know, messy affair in a way, right? With pain and with, I don't know, just sort of trying to, trying to get through stuff. Doesn't that, doesn't that show how important our environments are? I mean, I think that's fascinating, right? Because to, to my mind, what you're sort of saying is, yes, you can take the same kind of ingredients, like kind of, you know, some, some really clever people, um, and you put them in one environment and another environment, and in one you find them um, to be inspirational, and the other, it feels like competition. And that's as much because the environment is perhaps, the second environment is set up perhaps a bit more competitively anyway, but also you haven't had that time and that kind of social bonding to go on to make the environment itself feel safe and as soon as the environment feels safe then tricky ingredients or even you know challenging ingredients can sometimes just seem like fun or pleasurable because the environment makes them fun and pleasurable whereas put them in another environment and they just become a nightmare well why not because it's maybe this isn't a worse context maybe this is just a context where the things that you had to kill yourself for in some to some degree right and, and and maybe put a lot of you even maybe are still paying for the price of that to some extent that now you're in a context where perhaps that is actually really really prized and valued and appreciated more um, you know as much quantitatively in the sense that you know you in London um, and what you have you're one I don't know one in a group of a hundred thousand who have similar things to that maybe you in Bucharest with what you have you're in a group of one in a thousand or one in a hundred so and that's meaningful because that means that we count we seem like you know instead of just being a number you actually count in some way right well, feeling, feeling guilty for feeling good is something we're very good at doing. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting question. Is it okay for me to feel better? <laughs> because sometimes we can get addicted to not feeling better. 
or to feeling, you know, uh, feeling guilty or, or whatever the case may be. Knowing, you know, like, okay, well, what do I know? Because you were sort of talking about, okay, that in one context, one environment you feel you don't know, and in one context you feel you do know, and yet you haven't changed, and what you know doesn't change. But maybe the context affects that as well, because it's sort of, again, what we know, what we feel we know is kind of socially constructed um, yeah. to some extent, right? So, so maybe when you're in a context where you feel not that, maybe you feel the whatever you feel the expectation is not so extreme or not so high maybe your then sense of knowing you're really able to access that yeah. whereas in another uh, situation where you think oh well you're thinking that everyone else around you knows loads and they maybe don't know they don't know anything or they know as much as you know then that will affect our own sense of how much i know which is just a sense because you don't really know how much you know until you yeah. are able to access it are you i mean it's I mean, how, how do you even know what you know, to some extent? It's crazy. It, it doesn't make any sense yeah. I think, you know, if we care about what we do, but we also feel like we're not actually doing it that well, then there's some, I don't know, there's something that doesn't balance up there. And, and I think we like things to feel balanced. You know, if you, if, you, if you care about something, then we also surely are going to want to feel that we are doing that as, as best we can. Yeah. But how would you not feel shaky if the context changes, right? I mean, if the context is also so dependent on how shaky we're feeling, right? So, you know, I don't feel shaky talking to you today um, because I've talked to you lots and lots of times before and I don't feel intimidated by you. I feel a good sort of sort of I don't know, respectful connection to you. Um, but if I don't know, if you were, um, I, I'm trying to think of somebody who I would feel intimidated. I don't know if I don't know Naomi Campbell or something. I don't know some supermodel or something. I don't know something like that. Probably I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel intimidated. I'm trying to think of something. I would somebody I would feel intimidated by. Right, the Queen. There we go. If the Queen or Prince Charles were to if I was to be having a, a session with them, I would absolutely feel quite intimidated. And until I got to see that Prince Charles was just another bloke and then and then I'd feel okay. I mean, surely, surely that's how it goes. Yeah. Of course, of course. And I suppose it's also about building up that persona. And it is a persona. It's like a self, this professional self. And the more you build up this persona and the more experiences this persona has in different areas, obviously the more mature that persona is going to be, the more kind of three-dimensional it's going to be. And therefore you would hope, I would expect also that not, you know, it'll become more solid. Uh, it'll be less easy to knock that over, um, which doesn't mean that it can't be knocked over. Um, but you know, we've seen this certainly with the, the you know, um, public figures just looking like absolute idiots um, <laughs> at times, right? But, but that persona can certainly be a bit more robust, but only because you've just had the time to build it, right? And, and try it out in different, on different terrains in a way. That's, the, that's such a great way of describing it, that that is the double-edged sword of low self-esteem that you have, that people who have low self-esteem, I think genuinely are humble, um, whatever that word means, but, but, but you can tell in some way. And I think they also, as you say, also though maybe um, struggle to always 
believe in themselves and believe that they are good enough. Yeah. Okay. But you kind of don't get one without the other because if you want true humility, um, I yeah. don't think you could get that from somebody who really thinks that they are. I mean, understandably, it's just it's just mutually contradicting. You couldn't get that from somebody who thinks, yeah. "Oh well, I'm just amazing, aren't I?" <laughs> you know? Yeah. That you're sort of, I don't know, kind of back in action a bit, a bit, and. Uh, Hopefully can yeah, can do some good things. Clara from the farm.